This is Brain Diet, episode 186, How to Respond to Changes in the Body You Don't Like. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? Welcome to this episode of the podcast. I want to extend an invitation to you to join my free Facebook group if you haven't, and I have a good reason why you should join. My Facebook group is called the Autoimmune Warrior Lifestyle. You can either search it in Facebook, you can find it. If you follow me on Instagram, you can go in through my bio. Uh, I'll also have the link in the show notes for how to join as well. But what I am really excited about within this Facebook group is I am doing live coaching calls in that group. And this is a great way to interact with me, to get some exposure to what it means to be coached and what style of coaching I use. And today's topic for the podcast is actually something that I have coached many people through and might be something that you have experienced at some point and would be a great topic to bring to one of these calls. These are free. This group is free. It's private, uh, but it's a great way to be able to give yourself some support and care and, and love and attention in order to help you live a better life in order to help you and your mental health and your physical health in a way that will really make a substantial difference. So be sure to join that group if you haven't. Like I said, I will have the link for that in the show notes. What we are talking about today is how to respond to changes in the body that you don't like. So this could be something like a diagnosis, right? That's something that I'm coaching people on often is they've gotten a diagnosis and oftentimes we'll have multiple, especially with autoimmunity. This might be something like weight changes. It could be weight gain. It could be weight loss, but changes in your weight of any kind. This might be physical features. It could be something like wrinkles or stretch marks or gray hair or acne or things along those lines that are changes happening in the body. Oftentimes these changes that are very natural and a part of aging that perhaps you don't like. And maybe it could be something like a chronic injury, something that just continues to flare up that you feel like won't heal or continues to be problematic for you. Changes in the body that you don't like can run a wide spectrum of what that might mean to you. But whatever changes you might be experiencing, there will be something hopefully today in this episode that will be helpful in teaching you a little bit more how to navigate it in a more constructive way. So how I'm going to go about this, how do we respond to changes in the body that we don't like? We have four options of how to respond. And this is universally true no matter what I listed or whatever I missed, I didn't list. No matter what it is, these four options will still apply. I'm going to break down all four options and it is then within your ability to choose which option to move forward with, to utilize, or to reference when you have something with your body, a change that you don't like, or maybe that you didn't anticipate. The first of four options is to keep things exactly as they are, meaning don't change anything, keep it as it is, 
have the changes happening, maybe dislike them and and move on, right? Having whatever is happening in your body, having the emotional response to those things, keeping them as they are, and then just moving on. Many people live here. And if you want to live here, then do. There are a lot of people that are just comfortable having changes, hating them and not doing anything about them. It's a perfectly valid place to stay. Just own that if that's where you're choosing to stay, that it is a choice that you're making because then it can be a little bit more empowering. Like, yeah, I have these changes. Yes, I don't like them at all. And I'm not going to do anything about it. And that's okay. Sometimes it can feel really good just to tell yourself the truth about something like that. If you don't want to live in this option, though, that's where the subsequent three options come in. But remember, keeping things as they are, not changing anything is totally legitimate and valid. I think one of the misconceptions about self-care, and I have a whole episode on this, is that if you identify something that that is maybe negative or working against you, that you must work to change it. And I don't think that's the case. I think that can actually be a little bit of a toxic approach because then we're just beating ourselves up over something that we don't like, that we don't actually want to change. <laughs> so it can be really powerful to just keep things the same, but just tell yourself the truth about it. But let's say we don't want to live here. We don't want to have the changes and hate them and do nothing about them. Option number two is to change the thing that you hate. So some things, some changes in the body, you have a little bit more influence with in terms of being able to change and manipulate them. But most of the time, this isn't going to be a foolproof option, right? When it comes to physical features, for example, there are things like plastic surgery, Botox, diets in terms of weight, hair color. Uh, there are a lot of a lot of ways that we can manipulate things that we don't like. Now, when it comes to things more like a diagnosis or chronic injuries, that's where this option isn't 100% realistic. And sometimes we're sold the idea that we can have a quick fix for something like this. And for your sake, I hope there are ways to, to fix the thing, to change the thing. But sometimes that isn't really valid when it comes to more of these chronic uh, internal diagnoses and things along those lines. So if you have a feature, if you have something with your body that you don't like and you're able to easily change it, sometimes that can be a really great option. And the reason that this can be a really great option to change it is because if there's something that we don't like, we typically will spend a lot of mental energy thinking about it. Like a lot of people that, that don't like the way that they look think that a lot of the time. They spend a lot of mental energy thinking about it. And so that takes our mental energy away from things that might be a little bit more useful to put mental energy towards. And so if you're able to change it, then sometimes that can be a great solution. For example, years ago, I did Invisalign for my teeth. And that was because I didn't like the overall look of my teeth and I noticed they were moving pretty significantly. And so instead of utilizing one of these options below that I'm going to be talking about, I just fixed it. I just did Invisalign and it was a one and done. I didn't spend a lot of mental energy thinking about it and then I moved on and it was great. So I was able to change the thing and it made things a lot easier for me. It freed up my brain to think about other things other than looking in the mirror every night being like, ooh, my teeth are starting to move. I don't know that I like that. So there are opportunities to change the things we don't like. And sometimes it's just easier with how much energy we have and how many things that we could be putting it towards. Sometimes it's just easier to change the thing. However, many times you can't change the thing. Many diagnoses you can't change. Many features, even with attempts at change, don't really change the way you want them to. You can't reverse the aging process. There might be injuries that come up that are just 
difficult to navigate that you don't feel like you have a lot of influence over. And so that's where the subsequent two options come into play is so far we have keeping things as they are or changing the thing you don't like. The third option is to change our thoughts. So this comes into play when we are unable to change the circumstances. When we have things about our body that we cannot change or cannot change effectively enough to stop thinking about it so much, this is where option number three can be really useful. Now, as a life coach, I certified through the Life Coach School, through Brooke Castillo. I use the self-coaching model because this is the case for so many people that I see is that they have these physical features or or ailments or issues or or elements of their body that they don't like and they don't have the ability to change them. Now again, if they assuming they don't want to live in option number 1, keeping things as they are and hating it, this is a place that we can go. Again, is it the right one for everybody? Not necessarily. But this can be a really effective way to change your experience of your life by changing the sentences running around in your mind. When we have problems in our lives that we can't change, this is what we have control over. We don't have control over a diagnosis, over physical conditions, over features, over injuries. And what I love about using the self-coaching model and changing our thoughts in this way is this extends beyond dissatisfaction with our body. Because just as we can't change certain parts about, about our body, we can't change most of the things outside of us, whether it's people or, or children or, or spouses or just situations. We don't have control over things like this. And so doing this work in this specific area regarding your body, it kind of bubbles over and benefits you in so many other areas. And that's what I love about this option is it doesn't just work like a one and done type of thing. This gives you the opportunity to utilize your control over your brain to change your experience of the things you can't control. This is why it's so valuable. Now, the reason that we are able to even have the opportunity to change our thoughts is because that physical changes are neutral. They are not inherently good or bad. If we believe that physical changes are good or bad, it is because of a dialogue that we have developed. It is because of a certain series of sentences that we have chosen to think about these physical changes. So this could be things like wrinkles are ugly. Now, many of us think this, and I think that this is because we have a youth-obsessed society. But if you think about what factually wrinkles are, it is skin that has lived a certain amount of time that has a certain texture to it. But that is not inherently good or bad. We make it that way with how we think about it, with having these specific thoughts like wrinkles are ugly. Like it would make perfect sense why you would hate wrinkles if you had a thought like that. Not because wrinkles are inherently bad, but because a sentence like that would make me not feel good if I thought that, no doubt about it. Now, when it comes to physical sensations as well, if we have pain in our body, if we have pressure or hot or cold, those things are neutral as well. Those are not good or bad necessarily. They are just information that then we can have thoughts about. So if we are in something like chronic pain, you're in a lot of physical pain. That's a sensation. Now, we make it worse by thinking a thought like, 
oh my gosh, this is so terrible. I can't possibly make it through this. Now, again, this isn't to say we need to be positive about something like chronic pain. That is such a difficult thing to navigate. But again, for your own sake, for your own sake, utilizing the control you have over your mind and how you tell the story about the physical sensations you're experiencing can give you a little bit of relief. And so it's important when doing this, when choosing this option to recognize specifically your current dialogue about the changes and take a close look at them. Instead of looking at your body as a whole and saying, I just don't like anything. This is all just awful. Get very specific. So let's go back to the wrinkles example. Let's say you have wrinkles beginning to form on your skin and you recognize, okay, I have skin on my face that has lived this amount of years. And what's happening is I'm taking that neutral information and I'm having a thought like wrinkles are ugly. Or let's say you've experienced some weight gain. Again, another thing that socially we are often taught to believe is a bad thing universally, which of course is not true. (laughs) But you can look specifically at your body at the number on the scale and recognize that's information. My body is a series of parts. What's on the scale is a piece of information. And I'm having a thought, weight gain is bad. Or maybe with a diagnosis or something like chronic pain, you think, I'm never going to feel better, or my body is working against me. Thoughts like that can compound the existing physical pain that you are already in. If you have thoughts like that, question why you've chosen that opinion. Why are you choosing to think these thoughts about these specific body changes? And consider that these sentences are choices. Instead of thinking wrinkles are ugly, you can think something like, I have skin. I have a skin that's, I have skin that's lived this many years. I have a body. I have a body made up of body parts. Or to even go so far as to believe something like my body knows what to do. I've mentioned that thought many times on this podcast, and that's because it's one of my personal favorite thoughts. And maybe that doesn't resonate with you, but for me, that's one that has given me a lot of relief. Because when I was first diagnosed with my autoimmune condition and was having all sorts of crazy symptoms that I never expected, it was really easy to go down the rabbit hole of my body is trying to kill me. My body's working against me. And thinking that way just made it worse. (laughs) It was such a relief to just choose to believe my body knows what to do. We must look at specific thoughts that we are having, or this type of work can feel too nebulous. These specific thoughts can work like dominoes. When we can get really specific and look at a thought like wrinkles are ugly, and we can examine it. Why am I choosing to think that? Why is that a thought that I'm allowing to stay in my brain? And once you start to pay attention to single specific thoughts like that, it works like dominoes, and you are able to identify more and more thoughts that are optional. And you're able to acknowledge and see your role within that sentence and your ability to say, I'm not going to allow that in my mind anymore. Because what happens is when you can recognize your thoughts, the specific sentences, you've turned on a level of self-awareness. And that type of self-awareness then gives you the power to change what you are noticing. Now, my friends, this third option of changing our thoughts. Sometimes there are things with our body that even the idea of changing our thoughts about it can feel too impossible. Sometimes the idea of paying attention to these specific thoughts, these thoughts that feel so true and so real and so valid. Now, again, they're valid because it's a sentence, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're true or that they're useful. 
but you're not a problem for having these thoughts. It's important to remember that, that whatever you recognize, it also doesn't mean that you are wrong or something is wrong with you. It's just a sentence that your brain has decided to think and maybe decided to keep for a while. But sometimes these thoughts that you identify about your body, about yourself, changing them can feel impossible. Wiggling them enough to create a different option can feel just too insurmountable. And I have many thoughts that cross my mind every single day where this is the case, where I just am like, I don't feel like I have the ability to sit down and work on that, pay attention to that and change that. So that's where this last option comes into play for what you can do when you have changes in your body that you don't like. And this option is to not react to our thoughts. What happens is we might have a thought like wrinkles are ugly. And then that leads us to feel a certain way. I know for me, when I think wrinkles are ugly, that makes me feel ashamed. If we don't pause after our thoughts, we will take action from the emotional space that we are in when we think these thoughts. So let's use weight gain is bad as an example. If we think, oh, weight gain is bad, we might feel ashamed when we think that. And I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling ashamed, I probably do a lot of things that are unhealthy to lose the weight. I know I've felt that in years past, where when I'm feeling ashamed, I start to go to just the quickest fixes possible. And those things are most of the time not in my long-term best interest or in the best interest of my body and my overall health. But this is what happens is when we have thoughts like this, weight gain is bad, wrinkles are ugly. It leads us to feel a certain way. And when we feel that way, we then act from how we're feeling. If you're feeling angry, you act a certain way. If you're feeling peaceful, you act a certain way. If you're feeling ashamed, you act a certain way. If we don't pause, we will begin to take action from whatever narrative we are choosing within our minds. And this is why we need to call out specific sentences because when you can identify specific sentences that you continue to think and believe, it gives you the chance to really notice them. Like, have you ever learned a new word and then all of a sudden you hear it all the time? It feels like everyone's using that word. Or have you ever decided on a car that you like and then all of a sudden you see that car everywhere? This is what happens in our minds when we identify specific sentences that we are thinking. It's like, oh, I'm all of a sudden aware of how often I'm thinking that thought because I've been so specific with identifying exactly what it is that's running around in my brain. When you can specifically identify certain thoughts, it gives you the chance to then notice when it's coming up and create some space to have a pause. The truth is we have more thoughts than we can possibly work through. We have more stories about our bodies than we could ever really sit down and work through every single sentence. Because of this, noticing your thoughts and pausing, not reacting to them is a way to create a more intentional life. And I'll give you an example of this is we, a couple of weeks ago, we went camping for my father-in-law's birthday and we had so much fun and there was a lot of food. We were out of, I was out of my normal routine. And so I had a much higher calorie weekend, which I had kind of planned on. And I didn't have a lot of drama about. I made sure that I was thinking the thoughts I wanted to be thinking ahead of the weekend and during the weekend. And it was a really wonderful time. But I noticed when I got home Sunday night, I had the thought, Oh, I need to work this off tomorrow. I need to go to the gym and work extra hard to work off these calories. And instead of 
writing it down, doing the work to change it, finding a new thought to think on purpose, you know, questioning this thought. Because I've noticed this thought in my brain before, I noticed it, obviously, because it's something that I'm really familiar with. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's that thought again. And then I didn't act on it. I didn't react to it. I didn't act from it. I just noticed the sentence and then I just moved on. And for me, it was like, oh my gosh, it makes sense because I really did think that for a long time. And my brain is just used to thinking that. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true. It's just an opinion that my brain's really fixated on and that's okay. But I'm going to notice it. I'm not going to react to it, nor am I going to act from it. And I'm going to move on. And that led me to have a much more pleasant Sunday evening, a much more pleasant Monday, a much more delightful workout that I had done because then I was doing what I wanted to do for fun and because I knew it made me feel good and not from a place of punishment. And all of that came, that entire experience of the rest of the day and that next morning was all because I noticed a thought and didn't react to it. This is why self-awareness can be so important and this is why specificity with these sentences is vital because then you can see when it comes up again and decide what do you want to do. Do you want to leave it there and act from it and just keep it the same? Do you want to change the thought? Do you want to do the work to be able to find something different and new? Or do you want to just allow it to pass through without reacting to it? See your thoughts for what they are. They are optional opinions on neutral situations and circumstances. No matter what is happening with your body, you have the chance to determine your experience of it. You have these four options to utilize when there's something in your body, a change of any kind that you don't like. And when you can't change a body the way that you want, change what you can control. And that's the sentences you are choosing to think. It's such a powerful work to free yourself from so much pain and unnecessary suffering that doesn't help you live a better life. You can either keep things the same and hate your changes. That's okay. You can change the thing. You can change your thoughts. Or you can simply just not react to your thoughts. Allow them to pass through and move on. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.